Hi again, welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast. This is episode 175, uh, which is also episode 106 in season 2 of our journey through the entire Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And I've called this morning's talk Separation, and it's going to look at Genesis chapter 13 and the passage, beginning to look at the passage uh, containing verses 8 to 13. And I've called the message today, Separation. So I'd just like to begin by reading the text for you. And this is Genesis chapter 13, beginning at verse eight, which says this. So Abraham said to Lot, let's not have have any quarreling between you and me or between your herders and mine, for we are close relatives. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Let's Lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of Jordan towards Soar was well watered, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out towards the east. The two men parted company. Abraham lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. Now the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. So this is an important point in the scripture and there's some signals here, some motives being presented that are going to play out over the next four or five chapters. So I've said the, the single word that summarized where we're up to so far, these opening seven verses of chapter 13, is the word conflict. But now we're at the point where we're going to be talking about separation. The way they solve their particular problem, the problem that exists between Lot and Abraham and their herds people, of course, is they're going to simply separate from each other. But really important to take note of the fact is the fact that Abraham says to Lot, you choose. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left, he says. And if you go to the left, I'll go to the right. I'm going to give you the first choice. Now, it's really important we understand how significant that position is. It is a perfect example of someone giving up their rights. Remember, Lot shouldn't have been there in the first place. He shouldn't have even been to come along with Abraham. However, Abraham appears willing to give all his rights up, his first land, uh, in order to prevent uh, strife from increasing, to prevent future conflict. What Lot then does is described in a series of verbs. First, it says he saw. He lifted up his eyes and he saw, it says, he surveys the land and he says, well, this is an easy choice for me because the land over there is the one that's really good for grazing herds of flocks of cattle and sheep. Doesn't matter. He doesn't seem to consider that it's close to Sodom and Gomorrah and potential for problems that lie there because we know that that's a city with some really terrible social problems. Some, somebody once said that who you are determines what you see and what you see will determine what you do. And, and what he saw and what Lot saw on this situation was very selfish because he only saw and recognised what he thought was best for him. Verse 10 says he saw and then verse 11 says he chose. 
And in verse 12 says he dwelt there. So he saw, he chose, and he dwelt there. And that summarizes what he did. You see, Lot chose what was best for him. He chose what was most desirable to the eye, and he chose selfishly. So if nothing else, this should teach us not to choose by what appeals to the eye, but rather try and discern and trust on what the, we believe the Lord thinks is best for us. Don't operate on the desires of the flesh, as it would say in other scriptures, the lust of the eye, as scripture calls it elsewhere. Rather, we are called to try and operate on spiritual principles, not to be driven by these earthly drives. Someone once said in an old commentary I read, which I thought was a neat turn of phrase, Lot, Lot did not ask himself, is this a good place to raise a family? He merely asked, is this a good place to raise cattle? And thereby he saw an opportunity to increase his wealth. It's important to note that it not only said he pitched his tent near Sodom, it, says, it actually says he pitched his tent facing Sodom. Mm. That will become relevant and important later on. So I asked at the beginning of this section a few days ago, the thing I laid out was how will this help us solve conflict? Better still, how will this enable us to avoid conflict? Well, I believe the answer is clear, is clear, very clear in this text. Here's the answer is we simply got to do what Abraham does and give up our rights, surrender our rights. If you want to solve strife, if you want to end conflict, then be prepared to give up your rights. Now, I believe that that is a biblical principle. This is not just a one-off story. It's not just a one-off illustration. It's at the heart of the biblical message of who we are to be and how we are to be. There's a chapter in 1 Corinthians, chapter 6 in Facts, when Paul writes to that church and rebukes people in that church specifically because there are disputes going on between people and to solve it they're trying to take each other to court and Paul gets very upset about this and he says to the people in the church that they should solve this problem for themselves and he gives them a way in which he says he can help them solve that problem you don't need to go to court he says just pick some spiritually minded people in the church and let them decide what happens in fact in 1 corinthians 6 verses 7 and 8 he says this the very fact that you have lawsuits among you means you have been completely defeated already why not rather be wronged? Why not be cheated instead of which you're, you cheat yourselves and you do wrong to, by doing this to your brothers and sisters? Now, I think there are situations where as much as possible in most situations as believers and followers of the Logos, the word, we should as much as possible always try and establish peace. We should always choose the path of reconciliation. But sometimes that will mean that you simply have to separate in order to move on with the Lord. You have to say, I, right, I need to take myself out of this situation of conflict. And to do that, you must always be willing to give up your rights if everybody was willing to do that like that then within believer communities there would no longer be reasons to fight about things it's always 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 better to separate 
than it is to sit on the sidelines and criticize, or worse still, let a bitter vine take root in your heart. Now I suspect that some of you listening to this don't feel totally happy about it. That's a problem you might think. I'm not happy about this. Because you may be thinking, you know what, if I do that, I'm going to lose out. And that doesn't seem a very appealing solution. Well, some more advice is going to come to help us. It will going to tell us how we can live with the consequences of giving something up for the sake of God. And we'll take a look at the rest of this uh, part of the story next time. And But also, we're going to consider an example of someone who gave up their rights on our behalf already. So I'll see you very soon. Thanks for joining. Bye for now.